1: Ready to pump your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio on the world's most popular power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are. The Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and her sidekick, daughter, Heather Brittany, deliver lessons of success spanning the generations of the globe in their information-packed For two, a mother-daughter brew. In other segments, Cynthia interviews real-life trailblazers, authors, and experts with the courage and vision who show you how to build a road to fulfillment through their unique books and services. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll be informed and entertained. For your free lifestyle empowerment coaching session right here on the airwaves, turn up the volume, relax, sit back, and get ready to be inspired. Because Star Style, Be the Star You Are, starts right now.
2: Well, hello there, Power Partners, and welcome to yet another hour of Radio's Finest. It is the hour of Power Star Style. Be the star you are with me, Cynthia Bryan, and me, Heather and, and we love being your personal growth success coaches here on the airwaves every week. So do with us, get your arms pumping, start that love, learning, laughing, listening, and we want you to live your dreams because we are a show about doing what you love and following your heart. In today's show, Heather and I are going to be talking about getting your flu shots, the pros, the cons, and perhaps even the allergic reactions. For the rest of the hour, we're going to find out what the real cost of a midlife crisis is, and finally, we'll give you some concrete tips on how to get your life back on track In these challenging times, the miracle moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you to be the star of your own life. Visit star-style.com or call 925-377-7827 for success coaching, acting, media, and presentations. And this is by author Samuel Johnson. To improve the golden moment of opportunity and catch the good that is within our reach is the greatest art of life. Well, our topic for today in our Tea for Two mother-daughter, of uh, mother-daughter <laughs> brew, gosh, I'm drinking my tea with honey, I should know how to say it, is about the flu shot or vaccinations kind of in general. Why get vaccinated? That question seems to be something that everyone asks this time of year. Influenza season begins. It's a contagious disease. It's caused by the influenza virus. It could be spread by coughing, sneezing, nasal secretions, and anyone can get that bug. Of course, the highest rate of infection is among kids. The symptoms can last for a few days for most people, but for some, it, the flu can really cause horrible distress and can even be deadly. So, Heather, why should we or should we not get vaccinated?
3: <laughs> well, yeah, i So the flu every year, inevitable. And actually, this morning, I was watching my morning news and saw a fascinating and yet horrifying thing regarding germs. Which germs are everywhere? and We always talk about washing things, but in your household, they were saying how the most ho- the household item it used to be the telephone, um, but now uh, uh, landlines are kind of becoming obsolete. That the remote control. How many people are touching the remote control? And who touches the remote control the most? When you're homesick and you have nothing to do but watch TV, and you're oh, what a good point that is! Huh. And how you know, and how people—that's something people don't think to regularly, you know, wipe off the remote control. And you know, it's, it's interesting
2: that you're saying that about the remote control because I have to say I don't think about that one. I always think about the telephones. I wipe the telephones, you know, like once a week, and and other doorknobs, but remote control. I've never done it, I don't think.
3: Completely. And then, you know, in regards to phones, the cell phones. So they're saying the everyday washer you know, take those little, um, you know, antibacterial wipes. I'm me working in a medical office. I'm surrounded by them all day, so I'm constantly sterilizing everything. But it isn't just you touching it. It's that, you know, the thing of, you know, you're touching a door, not you, know, you touch your phone. We are so addicted to our phones and not even just talking on them. We're texting on them. We're sending emails on them, taking pictures on them. Oh, uh, you have the cutest picture of your new little niece. You're showing it to your friend. Your friend's holding it, passing it around. How many people are coming into contact with your phone? It's made it uh, of an item that's personally on us. You know, we drop it in the bottom of our purse, the bacteria living in our purse. Um, That's how stuff is spread, that it's just everywhere. The germs are everywhere. It's inevitable in that sense. Um, So when it brings into the vaccines is that every year, um, you know, the big swine flu came out last year, and there was a huge epidemic, and, all you know, this, everyone was so worried. And why weren't we prepared is that they never know. So every year um, they create a new formula based on what they think is going to, um, what kinds of strands will exist, and based on previous years. So this year's um, regular flu vaccine has um, formulated with it, with it, which last year they released a second vaccine for the uh, swine flu. This year's just regular flu vaccine does have the components of the swine, uh, swine flu vaccination as well as what they predict is going to be the big thing. And as I said before, there's no way they really don't know. It is a, you know, it's a guesstimation for the most part. It does go well. And there's certain groups that they feel, you know, really definitely need me working in healthcare. Um, it's important, no one is required to get it, but I feel for myself I would want um my health care professionals uh to be seeing that because if i 'm seeing them for sickness um so that you know the main thing they say but is But I want to ask you something yeah. here about the health care professionals getting it, okay, so all the health
2: care professionals for the most part are getting vaccinated. I got vaccinated a few weeks ago, like the first day that it was out because in the past years, I've had a problem getting it. I've never had a problem or a reaction, but you were vaccinated and you seem to be having some kind of a reaction that could. Yeah,
3: and I don't. I don't want my personal. Um, and one thing is that always you always have to relate things is that everything's are very biased. There's um, last year actually there was a girl that had um, a, a horrendous uh... reaction to it and it actually caused a very debilitating disease and this one this this woman, you know, kind of in essence almost has a her mobility skill, all this kind of stuff was happening. So then people, this another new um, scare came out, people saying don't get vaccinated, this is what's going to happen. These things are very low and very, um, one, when people have these insane severe reactions or even mild reactions, you always have to remember your personal body chemistry is different than every other humans out there. No one has the exact same chromosomes or body makeup as you. Um, you know, why everything has warning labels, why I can eat a peanut butter sandwich and the person next to me breaks out, you know, in hives and can't breathe is because they have, um, you know, they have a certain tolerance. So just recently I've never had any kind of uh, reaction to a vaccine And um, I received my flu vaccine last Friday, and this week um, I began to getting these mild hives and trying to um, trace back what could be going on uh, and trying to think, you know, I'm not eating anything different, I'm not taking new medication, I'm not using a new kind of soap. And the only thing I was able to put in is that I had this flu vaccine. Um, just a couple of days prior, and it takes some time. If you don't have an initial reaction, it'll take um, a couple of days for your body to metabolize the medicine um, and see if you know how your body's reacting. So I'm actually because going it to say the protection. It takes like up to two weeks for the protection
2: to develop uh, to develop in your body after the shot. So I guess you could have a reaction up to two weeks. Yeah, right
3: and- and many things as I want is it could be a combination of with medicine I'm currently taking and how um, you know the interaction is that it's a new me thinking, you know I've never had any reactions to the flu vaccine. Well, every year it is a new formula. So there could. It couldn't be necessarily the vaccine. I could be allergic to something that's in there. Um, one thing is that there's some that are made with egg products, not to the mess all. I never realized that before, but I am going to the doctor tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, next year for two, I will have a final word on that. Well, but, you know, um, they do say you just brought up eggs, and they do say that if anyone
2: knows they have an allergy to eggs, they should not get the influenza vaccine because the vaccine virus is actually grown in eggs. Exactly. So you really, you, you know, you, you do have to know your body and it, uh, you could have uh, a severe allergy to any vaccine component, but it's not a reason not to get the vaccine, you know, if you're a fairly healthy person, but it's better to tell your healthcare provider what you have, right? I mean, like if you've ever had um, yeah,
3: and a big thing your if your healthcare provider doesn't have you do it, I would request to do it after you receive your vaccine. Um, here, you know, in, in in the clinic I work in, no matter we make our patients wait fifteen minutes um, just so we can observe them to see if there's any initial reaction, um, as well as you know we look at the You, don't, you their... don't
2: give them a vaccine if they're sick, right?
3: No, completely. So if someone's sick, um, we don't want to give them because they may be taking medication or it could affect them if they're. Or, you know, um, with regarding with, with the Gardasil vaccine, we don't want to give it to them if they have ever had a serious reaction to a vaccine or if they've received a vaccine within the past four weeks. Okay. Um, and as well as with any injection, including um, Depo-Provera, which is a birth control, we still have our patients wait 15 minutes so that we can observe them in clinic because if they were to have an initial um allergic to reaction or just some kind of reaction to it. It would happen within those first 15 minutes.
2: And we well, and also and give I wanted to point out, and then you can clarify this, Heather, being the health professional, is you cannot get the flu from the vaccine because the flu vaccine is actually inactivated. It is an inactivated uh Formula, so you're not going to get the flu from it. You might have some exactly. kind of allergic a reaction.
3: Of, a lot of times, people say, and I always they say, God, right after I get my my flu vaccine, I always get sick. You know, a mild to, and usually what that means is that, um, you were prior, you were prior exposed, and it's just kind of coincidence with mm-hmm. that. And also, it's almost better. A lot of times, people after they'll get the vaccine um they'll get a mild what feels like a mild flu they'll get sick and then that was it and this is actually that's preventative thing it's kind of it was already in your body and so the vaccine went to work on it um that's your body reacting to it so you experience a mild flu and then you're good um, well, and also, you know, I, I think some of the things that people should remember is they
2: could have a mild soreness or redness or a little bit of swelling where the shot was given, if, if it's in your arm or your bottom or wherever.
3: Exactly. And, I and you could th-
2: get like a, ho- a hoarseness, right, or a little cough or maybe a very slight fever, or you might even be achy, for, and it only lasts one or two days, and then you're done.
3: Completely, and that's just you have to remember. Any time your body is an amazing mechanism. That um, your body, anytime something's foreign that it's not already in there, its initial action is to react. Every action has a reaction. Um, that's just why you know when you get when you pierce something, your body wants to reject it at first. It doesn't want to thing, and then eventually over time, it grows and heals and accepts it. So just same with um, when you're putting in a vaccine though or medicine, even though this thing is good. Um, your body's first action is to react. And I just have to say, though, now I'm feeling great. But afterwards, um, also too, the vaccine is a cold vaccination, so you might feel that kind of uh, dead arm, like someone punched you in the arm. I know yeah, my I felt arm that. was
2: sore. I mean, it wasn't. It didn't like hurt. It was a little sore for a day or two. Just you know, n- n- really mild. I mean, uh, yeah. It, no, and you can take the band-aid no, off right away. It was not a big deal.
3: Always, you know, if you're going in for it, you have, feel free to just ask any question. Be open and honest regarding any, if you're, if you're feeling anything. A lot of times people feel they want to hide certain information because they're afraid they won't get the vaccine or they feel, um, the only reason they ask certain questions or they have such strict limitations is because you could have a serious reaction or we, as a medical provider, they want to make sure they're giving you the best care. Um, So don't feel as, oh, you know, if I tell them that I was sick last week or that I just started taking this medicine, I won't get it, and I'm going to be going out of town. um, You could be putting yourself at more risk. Or if you just have questions, um, feel free to ask those questions because you don't want to go home and you have a sore arm and you begin to freak out thinking, oh, my gosh.
2: Exactly. And, you know, I wanted to bring up something very quickly because we're almost out of time. When you were talking about that one uh, case of the severe Paralytic illness. It's actually called uh, gillian Barr syndrome. Just so people know, not to be fear. The risk. It's called GBS. The risk of GBS from a flu vaccine is one case per million people vaccinated. So that's much lower risk of of uh, getting GBS than having a severe influenza, which can be prevented by the vaccination. And I'll just give my personal I- information. Is that Until I started getting flu vaccines, I was afflicted with a really bad case of the flu every single year. It would keep me down and out for almost a month, and everyone knows who knows me knows I miss energy. Since getting flu vaccines, I'm never sick. So I really believe in it. And Heather, I wanted to give out a phone number for the National Vaccine, um, uh, actually for the Center for Disease Control, in case anybody has questions. It's 800-232-4636. So if you have questions, you can go there, or you can go to the website, cdc.gov forward slash flu. So you go ahead, Heather, and just
3: wind it up. Yeah, no, I just want to let people know, because it is a prediction with it, it is no guarantee. But what they have discovered is that people who do get vaccinated, even if they do get exposed, the flu, and in fact, get they have less severe illnesses, and they have a reduced risk of um, complications. So, just because you have your vaccine, don't be upset if you do get the flu. Unfortunately, you know there's so many different strands out there, but because you are vaccinated, you are more more likely to have less severe and less complications. Meaning, you may be home sick for a day instead of in the emergency room. Well, excellent
2: so- information. We hope that you uh, consider uh, your options and stay healthy. That's the name of the game here. We're always trying to provide solutions for you to live a happy, Healthy, loving life, and Heather is our health care professional always bringing us the latest news. So give out the websites, Heather. Most definitely. We want you to go
3: to be the star be the star you forward slash harmony clutches, both with a K, and harmony And
2: again, if you want to contact the Center for Disease Control to read more, go to cdc.gov forward slash flu when we come back from break we're going to talk about the rising cost of a midlife crisis i'm cynthia bryan and i'm heather britney and this is star style be the star you are don't go away we'll be right back
1: listen listen the world is talking the world talk radio variety channel
0: Looking for unique, one of a kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925 785 7827.
1: Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan.
2: Stand out from the crowd. There's more to your business than business. You have to make money to keep the company alive. Yet, if you want people to remember you long after the orders are shipped and invoices are paid, you'll reap big dividends with simple acts of kindness. First, make sure that you handwrite a thank you note. In this era of technology, the art of letter writing is past history. But people remember a thoughtful note. Return calls. Everybody's busy, but common courtesy mandates that calls be returned within 24 hours. RSVP to invitations, always. Whether you can attend or will be absent, let the host or organizer know. That's what RSVP means. It stands for "Répondez s'il vous plaît, in French, which means to respond, please. Keep your promises. If you say you're going to do something, do it. By telling the truth and making things work, even when problems arrive, you're going to stand out from the crowd and be known as a person of integrity. Go above and beyond. It's easy to say you'll over-deliver, but harder to implement. Go that extra mile because it's the little things that will set you apart. By paying attention, others will recognize you as a person of character and want to do business with you. A positive impression causes a ripple effect. That will increase your bottom line. You are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business bite from Star Style. For coaching advice or consultations, visit star-style.com or call 925-377-STAR.
1: Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. It's the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Now, back to the show with the Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan.
2: Well, thank you for staying with us. And I hope that you will go out and get your flu shot or at least look into it because you want to stay healthy for the winter. We have no idea what comes, uh, what's going to be coming up. But, you know, it's always good to have precaution. Precaution is the best way. Well, before we talk about the rising cost of a midlife crisis, I have a couple of really great announcements and a great invitation for you, which I will be posting at StarStyleRadio.com under events. Um, This past summer I worked in, uh, in a new movie called Tapping the Source, and it is going to be debuting in November. The premiere is going to be coming up soon on um, November twelfth, and there will be invitations are going to um, going out to people uh, from the show. There is a cost to attend the premiere; it's a red carpet premiere in Los Angeles, and it should be really great fun. Again. The name of the movie is Tapping the Source. I will be there in person walking the red carpet, as will many, many celebrities who are in this movie, so it should be great fun. Bill Gladstone is uh, starring in it, and uh, just check out the website, StarStyleRadio.com will We'll post something at uh, World Talk Radio as well as soon as I have more details. In the meantime, if you want to find out more, you can send me an email, Cynthia at com. C-Y-N-T-H-I-A-B-R-I-A-N. And then the second invitation I wanted to extend to all of you is that very soon the 7th National Essay Contest sponsored by U.S. Bank, and Be the Star You Are charity will be launching, and you are invited to submit submissions. You could win $100. You will get published. You'll get an interview on the show. You will also get some books, and you'll be in uh, the newsletter. It's really going to be very cool. The topic this year just resonates with me. It is How Do We Create More Happiness and Abundance in Our Lives? through service to others. And it's what we're all about here at Be The Star You Are Radio is trying to serve you by bringing you the best authors, the experts, the information, the health tips, the lifestyle awareness, and to help you live a happier life, a more abundant life, and somehow just to move forward in your life. So you'll have a couple of months to enter the contest and um, hopefully you will win this, you know, win the award. I I wanted to mention that several of the past entries as well as some of the winners actually got published in the new book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, and have gone on to be published in other books. They're winning entries. So it really is a worthwhile uh, essay contest where you really can get your first publishing a gig, if that's what you're looking for. You can check out the information by going to be bethestarur.org. That's the website for the charity, bethestarur.org. Or you can send an email to info at bethestarur.org. And then um, we can send you the guidelines. But I suggest going to the website, just clicky- clicking on Essay Contest uh, and that will get you there. So now to our topic for today, the rising cost of a midlife crisis. You know, there are sudden splurges, there's aggressive investments, there's risky new businesses. More than 70 million baby boomers are hitting their middle years at this time, and only for this generation, quitting jobs or squandering money has deeper consequences. So we want to try to help you prevent an absolute blowout so that if you are a baby boomer and tuning in to this show, that you do reach your retirement age and have something that's still there and don't have to depend on your kids. So what really is going on? To be sure, Americans of all ages are really feeling the pressures of this economy. It doesn't matter if you're 20 or you're 70. We've all been hit pretty hard. But when the American Psychological Association conducted its annual stress survey survey this past year, it was the 45- to 60-year-olds who earned the dubious distinction of being the most frazzled. Nearly one-third of this group called themselves extremely stressed, and it's no wonder. The United States Department of Labor reports that 2.7 million midlifers have been unemployed for at least six months. 2.7 million. That is more in the worst months of the past four recessions combined. So this is a really huge number and of course the older you are the more difficult it is to land a job. Now many of these people are burdened by rising tuition bills for their kids because they're kind of at that tween they have. They still have young kids or they have kids that are entering college. And then they have increasing care demands from the aging parents. So not to mention that their own severely cracked nest eggs with the economy having crashed and so many people having lost 50%, 60 70% of their investments or their portfolios or even full retirement funds, especially with so many of these scandals that have hit Wall Street and the financial world. It's pretty scary out there. But according to the, pre, the Pew Research Center, Uh, middle-aged Americans have suffered the biggest investment losses from the crash than any other group, causing many people just to push back retirement an average of three years. The recession in some cases has actually caused a midlife crisis, because before that, people felt like they were sort of sailing along, and now they're wondering, hmm, Is this all there is? Is there going to be anything left for my retirement? Maybe I better live it up now. So what is a boomer in the rut supposed to do? Well, everybody from psychologists to financial planners are saying that a bumpy midlife transition may be inevitable for many people. But reaching a certain age doesn't mean you automatically have to scratch, you know, your head and say, is this all there is? But you And you don't have to go buy, you know, that um, that expensive Porsche convertible, or go buy the Harley Davidson, or go get plastic surgery, or or do something that is you know, kind of a bad investment. So we have um, a guidebook of some of the hidden costs and solutions to the midlife blues. So what happens is many people start fantasizing about opening their own business is that a good idea to open your own business? Well, it could be and it could not. There's just one problem with hanging out a shingle. According to the Kauffman Foundation, about half of all new ventures fail within five years. And in almost all classic fashion, that this happens for people who decide to start living their dream by quitting their job, or if they don't have a job, to getting into something risky. I mean, if, if you've never been a rock are before age 50, chances are you're not going to be one afterwards. So you might want to reconsider what it is that your dream is and not look at it as going into it for a a money venture. Experts say that midlifers do have some tools at their disposal that their parents didn't because with the click of the mouse, they can download business plans. They can check out venture capitalists. And they can also, you know, get some help maybe from the Small Business Administration. And it is really great that we have the Internet, but, you know, costs are rising on everything, so we do have to be really careful. Some people decide that they're going to travel the world. Well, traveling is a really great thing, but should you just drop everything and spend $10,000 on a trip to Botswana, you know, you better think about it. Um, Midlifers have long been a favorite target of the travel industry because they tend to be active and have disposable income. And the marketing din is only growing louder as the midlife crisis is pitched, you know, as an excuse to blow it all and to get away from all the hassles. But, again, industry watchers say that a stroll down the Champs-Élysées has become increasingly old hat, and instead what happens for boomers is they want a really active adventure uh, vacation, which sometimes can cost a bit more. So you, got, you want to look at your budget and don't just decide to, to blow it on travel. There are lots of budget travel out there. What about playing the stock market? Strangely enough, research says that it, when it comes to making smart financial decisions, the odds are actually stacked in midlifer 's favor because they seem to study the stock market a little bit more, but that doesn 't mean go and become a day trader we, again we really the old adage on Wall street is, is that pigs get slaughtered, so in this shattering economy, we want to have a very good judgment and if you've had your nest egg crushed, you don't want to fall prey to that classic temptation to chase the returns or pile into an investment that has uh, already completed the bulk of, of its rising run-up. So it's no secret that going bullish and overweighting a po- portfolio in volatile sectors like technology or emerging markets risks causing some serious carnage when those uh, high flyers take a sudden nosedive. So, again... Keep it balanced. Now, what about the plastic surgery and upgrading your looks? Interesting in this case is something that it seems to be, although men have always decided, I mean, women have always been more into the cosmetic surgery. Men are the number one group now that are getting everything from face creams to hormone supplements to synthetic Um, injections etc and one of the reasons that they say this is they don't want to look old or they don't want to look tired now of course some of it could be vanity but some midlifers may be able to say that it really is a legitimate career move that you know that that job seekers as a job seeker the economy is looking for younger people and if they come in looking really old and tired it's not a good thing. So maybe having something might make you look a little bit more competitive, but again, weigh the odds, weigh the expenses. You don't want to throw $15,000 you know, down the drain. Again, just thinking about vanity. So how can we manage our midlife crisis? And when I'm talking about midlife, you know, as I was researching this, I realized it It could be the quarter-life century, It uh, um, the quarter-life century crisis that we have. You know, John Mayer sings about this in one of his songs. We all have crises, but we can all learn to manage it. So at some point, everyone from financial planners to coaches come across a client, as I do literally on a daily basis, that has some kind of middle-age angst or some kind of angst or stress. So here are some of the suggestions to sidestep or limit the harm of a rash career move or a money move can make. So if you are in a rut at work, you might want to ask for a sabbatical or some time off as opposed to just quitting cold turkey. There may not be that job out there. And according to the Society for Human Resource Management of companies offered paid time off last year, ranging from a few weeks to several months for employees just to recharge their batteries. And 12% of companies actually offered unpaid leave. Some firms organize breaks themselves. For example, IBM dispatches small teams of employees for a month-long project in a developing country. So if your company doesn't have a program, you may want to propose one, Or if you're independent, maybe this is a good time just to decide, my business is down, let me take a few days off to regroup and rethink about what I want to do. Sometimes, and actually I always encourage this, that we have to let go in order to get going again. So a break is good. You can't push the river. Sometimes you have to let it flow. Budget your blowout. With so many people forced to postpone retirement, especially the boomers, More than a few are blowing savings on crazy expensive trips or the fast cars or all those things that I was saying. But experts agree that the best way to avoid a real hit is to first make room in your budget for that mad money and save gradually for these ventures and adventures, probably in a money market fund or something liquid, some kind of liquid investment. If you're laid off or you want to tap your severance package, you know, think about that. Don't go into your retirement. Uh, you may want to cap your trip or uh, get back to the job hunt. Don't use the money in your retirement. You are going to need it. Supposedly next year is going to even be tougher. What about buddying up for your business? Friends may shake their heads if you have a, a scheme to quit the rat race and start a new business. And support doesn't always come from family and friends. But there are, you know, the Small Business Administration that's out there that could help, and there are other programs across the country you just probably need to do a quick check on your computer to see if there are, is help for a fledgling, you know, new business. And you want to make sure that what you're going to supply is what people want. And if you are married or in a partnership relationship, Attempt to keep your partners on your side. If you haven't told your partner about that uh, those new stereo speakers that you bought, or you know the facelift you're considering, uh, this you better keep them in on it because this economy is really tightened family budgets, and it's especially crucial to keep talking about all your financial moves. But giving. Partners, a little bit of leeway to be themselves and to be supportive is a good thing. So if you have a, a partner that is feeling so frustrated at work or has lost a job, maybe sit down and brainstorm or get a consultation with a coach to see what you can do to come up in this new economy and to have something that's going to be worthwhile and that can make you some money. Well, when we come back from break, we're going to give you some more coaching tips you're listening to Cynthia Bryan on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We will be right back, and we want you to stay tuned.
1: Listen. Listen. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. You can be the star you are. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. you are. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany.
2: Well, we appreciate you staying with us. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am your personal growth success coach here on the airwaves with you every week. It is a privilege and an honor to be able to talk to you and share some of Life's Principles of Success, and to help you get going and jump-starting your life. I wanted to point out that if you are interested in picking up a copy of any of my best-selling books, the money does go to Be The Star You Are charity, and it supports keeping this radio show on the air. You can go to BeTheStarYouAre.com and click on the store, and it will take you where you can see the books. We'll send you autograph copies. You can buy the, our two signature books, which are Be The Star You Are, 99 gifts for living, loving, laughing, and learning to make a difference, as well as our newest one for teens, Be The Star You Are for Teens, and that simple gifts for living, loving, laughing, learning, and leading. You can also get The Business of Show Business, Chicken Soup for the gardener Soul, Miracle Moments, and we have audio tapes and uh, CDs and DVDs, etc. So if you just want to contact me directly, you can send an email, Cynthia at CynthiaBryan.com, and I can send you a price list, and then you can buy them through the charity if you wish, and you will get a tax deduction. And one of the reasons I'm very passionate about the books I've written because every day I get emails and letters and phone calls of people who say that it has changed their lives. And as a coach, I work with clients of all ages, uh, from young teens all the way up to seniors in different life transitions. And, of course, with young people, I work in coaching them for acting, for self-esteem. I help people in presentations if they have to meet the media, meet the press, be on the radio or television, as well as do a lecture. we I will help them write their lectures and then teach them the skills to present. And it's always so great to see how quickly someone can evolve and change once they've been through a session. Again, you've you've heard the ads here, but if you're interested in getting a session for yourself or giving one as a gift, you can call our offices, 925-377-7827. It spells star, S-T-A-R, 925-377-STAR. Well, I want to today to give you a few uh, life principles, but before I do... You may have seen that Forbes just came out with its 100 most powerful women. And when it comes to power, cultural impact means as much as money or political influences. You know, not surprisingly, Michelle Obama, First Lady of the United States, was the number one person on the list. Oprah Winfrey, who is a media mogul and of course a talk show host for several decades, two decades, She was number three. Hillary Clinton, who is our Secretary of State, made number five. But I think the one that probably shocked so many people was Lady Gaga at number seven and Beyonce at number nine, both singers, you know, performance artists, fashion designer in Beyonce's case. And then number 10 was Ellen DeGeneres. So it's interesting that different from different walks of life, I did see Lady Gaga in concert last month, and I was just absolutely delighted with her presentation, her performance. She is a performance artist. It's like going to a major uh, musical, I guess. You know, it's acting as, as well as singing and a great cast and uh, unbelievable stage effects. It was very, very fun. Um, Angelina Jolie made 21 she is an actor and a UN goodwill ambassador and of course the mother of so many children. Katie Couric who's a news anchor she was at 22 and then in between there were different political mavericks and uh, you know Janet and Napolitano who's the Secretary of Homeland Security and a few chief executives of uh, different companies and uh, Our own Nancy Pelosi from uh, California, who's the Speaker of the House, was at number 11. But I was very excited to see all of these women that are on the list and glad that Forbes is doing a top 100 women's uh, power list as opposed to just a best dress list. So bravo, women, way to go. Let's have more, more women up there all the time, and may all you women out there strive to be the best that you can be. You don't have to make the list to be a powerhouse. You only have to believe in yourself and all the possibilities. Well, with that, I wanted to give you some coaching principles of success. Now, of course, this is a very subjective list. There could be more points that you believe are more important, uh, or maybe some of the ones that I'm going to give you you don't think belong here. But I do think that it should give some of this will give you some pause and help you at least start thinking about it. The first thing that I believe will help you with success is when you live thoughtfully. You know, sometimes we get so wrapped up in ourselves that we don't make a very impressive package. I know I've done that too. You know, you get into that, that, uh, kind of vicious circle like on a hamster ring that all you're thinking about is yourself and the next thing. But I can say that when you're looking back in hindsight, what we really need to live for more than our own benefit and comfort, is to take ways, to take time to add to the life of others. Because when we serve others, we serve ourselves, and our joy increases. This is actually the topic of the essay contest, of the 7th National Essay Contest, of how do we get more abundance and happiness in our own lives when we serve others. And I'm very excited to read the essays coming in Although I'm not one of the judges, I look forward to uh, reading them because it's, it's inspiring to me to see how many people are out there truly making a difference. So live thoughtfully. The second thing is to be reflective. Live reflectively. Great philosophers from antiquity to modern times have always encouraged us to live an examined life. And the idea is simple. Learn what we can about ourselves each day, so that tomorrow we can be better. Now, it's hard to argue with that one. That is the premise of be the star you are. I, as you've heard me say many times on this show, I don't believe in perfection. I only believe in excellence. So we need to strive for excellence. We reach for those stars. We believe and decide that we can land on them. However, we're not going to go for perfection. Be reflective and strive for excellence. Live with integrity. Now, integrity means that you walk your talk, that you keep your word. I grew up on a farm where we had no contracts in growing grapes or any of the fruit. My dad never had contracts with the wineries or, or the other orchards that we worked in. We always had handshakes, and I was brought up that if we shake on it, that's my word. And if something else comes up better, I still have my word. Unfortunately, we don't live in that kind of world anymore. We live in a litigious society where people go back on their word and they're always out for themselves and the next best thing. But integrity means moral soundness. It means that you have a deeper meaning in mind for living. And that means that whatever contract you sign, you're going to live up to it. It also means being true to yourself. It's standing up for what you believe in. It's not compromising your deep beliefs just for the sake of convenience or profit or, or to give yourself an unfair advantage. It means that you respect others as your equal and you respect yourself as equal to others. Uh, again, we're, we're, we may not be born equal because we're something far better. We're unique. But never look at anybody else as being less than you and don't ever think that you're less than anybody else. Just be yourself and live with integrity. Own your life. In an age where it's so popular to blame our parents, the government, our teachers, our religion, you know, our spouses, or anybody else about everything and anything, we need to learn to take responsibility for ourselves. I have. I really believe that what we talk about and think about comes about, and if it's to be, it's up to me. And it may seem odd to say we have to take responsibility, but that's how it is. I would much rather make mistakes and know that I made it than to relinquish that power and feel that somebody else is screwing up my life. Now, until we come to that point where we own our own lives, All the results we're going to get from living it are never going to be the kind of life that we want. We're going to have that victim mentality. And just remember, there are no victims. There's only volunteers. So by playing the victim role, it's really the antithesis to happiness and prosperity. When we accept responsibility for everything we do, everything we say, and for all the outcomes of what we do and say, where we will be in charge of our evolution. And in that way, we will be able to predict our future because we're going to be creating it. We won't be able to assign the blame to anybody else or anything else without giving up our power and our promises. So as Eleanor Roosevelt said, you know, no one can make you feel less than you are except for yourself. Take responsibility and be yourself. Live with intent. Now, what does this mean to live with intent? The difference between living with a positive intention and living without one may be subtle, but it means having a passion for life, for choosing our course, for choosing our path. Well, just living from every day, kind of living it on the fly, just means going from motion to motion, just trying to get by. Most people try just to get by, but when I work with clients, I really attempt to instill in them a passion for living, that they can do great things, they can be great, and that all the small little things do get in the way of our greatness. So choosing to live with intent is choosing the direction that your life will take and being in the moment as much as possible because we're not made strong by being washed downstream with every passing influence. We are made strong by choosing our course, sometimes uh, swimming against the tide and we stand up for what's right. So it's not always going in the direction of everybody else. That ties very much in with integrity. Be willing to pay the price. Success is never guaranteed. There's no guarantees in life uh, except for death and taxes. But if you want to succeed, you're going to have to be willing to pay the price of success. Now, what is that price of success? For every person, depending on what you're looking for, it's going to be a bit different. It may, it may mean you're going to have to work longer hours. It may mean you're going to have to have more years of education. You may have to develop a skill. You may have to sacrifice uh, some dollars or a personal relationship. It may mean making lots and lots and lots of mistakes, but... Paying the price also means being willing to make changes. I can tell you something for people that I have coached in the entertainment industry, and this is really without exception. With every person who has come to me for coaching and has said, I'm going to do what it takes. I'm going to put in the hours. I'm going to be there. I'm going to show the integrity. I am going to work hard and take the classes. They make it. You know, it doesn't mean they're going to be a huge star, but it means they're going to make an income in the business. They're willing to pay the price. If you're just going to sit back and do nothing, that's probably not going to be success. We all like our comfort zone, but the trouble is you don't grow till you step out of your comfort zone. So get ready to pay that price. Have the finishing power. Fortitude is having the strength to go the distance. It means you have courage. It means you focus on your ability to concentrate where it's needed. It means that you work towards your goal even with difficulties, the distractions, the obstacles. You go around it, uh, you know, you go under it, you go through it. You jump over the hoops. Finishing is uh, finishing what you start is critical. Living in the now so important that we live for today. You know, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is the mystery, but today is the gift. This time will never be right if you aren't prepared for it, so prepare. So many of our wizards tell us that, you know, opportunity is when perspiration and preparation meet. I totally agree. It is make your priorities and be ready. When that door opens, you'll be ready to walk through. Never stop learning. The more knowledge and wisdom you possess, the better your mental resources you have to draw upon The problem-solving, your brainstorming, and your product development, your creativity, and it's been proven that lifelong learning is critical. Albert Einstein said, once you stop learning, you start dying. It's just like stagnant water. And finally, be a goal setter. We can have all kinds of ideas, but until we write them down on paper, we have no goals. So put your goals on paper, make an action plan, Believe in yourself and all the possibilities and follow through. That tells our subconscious mind that these are ideas that we're going to go work on, and it's interesting how fast you will manifest. And in a final word, I just want to remind you that my new movie is coming out. that's called Tapping the Source, and it's all about these principles of success. It will be debuting next month. Email me if you would like to have an invitation to the premiere and the Red Carpet Festivity, Cynthia at CynthiaBryan.com. And until we celebrate next week, I hope that you will go out into the world and live in the moment, decide to live with integrity and excellence and reach for the stars. For more information about the charity, visit org. For more information about buying books, be com. And again, you can reach me for coaching, 925-377-STAR. Have a fabulous week, and it has been my honor to be with you. Be the star you are. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you. We'll celebrate next week.